I would look at Thor. I would hear Thor, right? My brain would not compute it as Thor. My brain was like, that's Prince Charming. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And today we are going to be talking about the show What If. But before we talk about What If, we have to tell you a pretty incredible story. I don't know if it's going to sound incredible from a third party, but experiencing it was pretty cool. Do you want to tell it from your perspective? Yeah, okay. yeah. And then you can tell it from yours. Okay. So I was with some other family members and we were picking up Emma from work unbeknownst to her she did not know so we're looking for her in her in her work and she's like i ain't there which is in a mall we get in contact with her and she's like you guys gotta come to this store right now and it's a it's a harry potter store it's like a a pop-up store so me and me and my brother go and and find you and you're like guys you'll never freaking believe this (laughs) (laughs) so what is it that we were never gonna believe emma so at the same time tilly and his brother were waiting for me not knowing that i wasn't there i was in this wizard emporium the harry potter store i go in there not frequently but every every now and then after work or before work just to check out any new stuff that they have because they they do a lot of like local vendors as well as the franchise harry potter stuff and I noticed that there wasn't any music playing, which there usually is. There's like the Harry Potter soundtrack. And then I looked in, it's it's kind of a weird setup store. It's a little bit of a maze. It used to be a, a Hollister, if that provides any context. So there's a lot of doors and stuff like that, archways to go through. So I went through one archway and I looked in front of me and I just saw this dude with a live owl with the one of those gloves, the leather gloves, and he was holding a live owl. What the crap? So I started walking towards the room and the guy was like, come here, come here. And I was like, no way. And he was like, yes way. This is going to happen. And he gives me another glove. (laughs) That dude was nuts. He was nuts. (laughs) He was so funny. He's like, come on. He gives me another glove. Doesn't even like say what's about to happen because we both knew it was going to happen. And he put the owl on my hand and we were just chilling. And I was like, this is not real life right now. This man just beckoned me near him and then put an owl in my hand without saying anything, basically. Changed my mind. That dude is a short Hagrid. Yes. Yes. Then this guy FaceTimes me. We, we show up. Asking asking where I was. And I, I, that's where his story picks up. Yeah. I said, you got to come here right now. We walk back in and the guy had not only an owl, but a bald eagle. I thought eagles were like, I knew they were big. Like I knew that they carry off like small children. They're big <laughs> birds. I did not expect the gargantuan size of this mm-hmm. eagle. I thought it was a like a vulture type of thing. Mm-mm. That's an that eagle. That was an eagle. You held America. That thing smacked me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> the owl also smacked me in the head, but the owl was about five pounds. <laughs> so yeah, I got smacked in the head by an eagle. Yeah, And uh, you held it, right? I held he, it. He saw you right away and he was like this guy's holding this eagle (laughs) yeah i didn't even ask no i didn't ask either (laughs) i didn't even know what was happening he's like come here come here (laughs) holding the eagle was cool but the eagle had the blinders on Mm -hmm. the guy was explaining that they have really their eyesight is seven times greater than ours or something like that that. and he said that if he were to take the blinders off the eagle would attack yeah the eagle (laughs) would get really overstimulated someone would move the wrong way and it would attack you should have seen the talons on this thing i would not want to be attacked by an eagle i wanted it on my shoulder you'd have a talon in your shoulder yeah, that's okay that's, that's that's am i gonna complain about having an eagle <laughs> injure me no uh but the, the, watching the owl like 
like look around. Mm-hmm. It was like watching a kid. He said that owls have pretty poor eyesight. So yeah, the owl like, probably well, not, he didn't say poor. It's just well, like it's, they're it's, like our eyesight. Yes. So it probably heard a lot more than it than it saw. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that you can pair an eagle who can't see. I mean, an eagle who can't hear and a, an owl that can't see. I mean, it makes see. sense, though. Yeah. Like, their natural habitats. One is in the mountains. Mm-hmm. It just needs to see. Yeah. And then. It's like mice and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then the owl needs to hear everything because it's at nighttime. Mm-hmm. True. I know I said I'm afraid of birds, but owls are really, really cool. Eagles are cool, too, but I was a little bit scared of the eagle. I didn't mm-hmm. want to hold it. It seemed a little too heavy and a little too sharp for me. <laughs> yeah, what did he say it was? It was like 19 pounds or something? 15. Your brother also held the eagle. Yeah. That was pretty cool. We took some pictures. I definitely wasn't expecting that after my yeah. day at work. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I came to pick up you, not an eagle. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So now, what if we actually talked about the topic of this episode? <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if is the fourth Marvel Cinematic Universe series to premiere on Disney Plus, though it is the first of the four to be animated. The series explores alternate timelines in the multiverse, and each episode is narrated by the Watcher, who explores the outcomes of different major events in the MCU if things had been different. It may not have added much to the timeline. I'm assuming which is the sacred timeline. That's just an assumption. But it certainly remained engaging with characters that we know and love, voiced by actors that we know and love, for the most part. And they were always thrown into weird and unpredictable scenarios. So, kept us on our toes. Now, we feel the only way to cover all the bases and discuss and review each episode fairly is to do it in chronological order. Each episode is different. And they all do kind of play off each other. Yeah, exactly. In a weird way. Yeah. So to review the series as a whole, I feel would not be fair. I'm sure for everyone, some were better than others for various different reasons. So we're going to get into that. Of course, spoiler alert, if you have not seen What If yet or you haven't finished What If yet, you might want to do that before listening to this episode. So let's take it from the top. What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Right off the bat, I thought it was a great introduction. Mm-hmm. First Avenger, first episode. Very appropriate. I love that that's how they started it. Is this, The decision was so small that changed everything. The Watcher makes it very, very clear that there are unlimited possibilities. Seeing something so trivial as this person is in the room, therefore everything has changed. Mm-hmm. Very interesting to see Steve still be present, having lost his legs. Not dissimilar from what happened with Rhodey. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Also, we got another female Avenger, and I will state, the women! (laughs) I I did like Captain Carter a lot. It's cool to see how the serum affected Steve versus Peggy, Mm -hmm. because Peggy's already like a straight-up soldier, so just seeing like the enhanced is like Captain America on steroids. Yeah, true. Is Peggy Carter as Captain Carter stronger than Captain America? I would agree with yes. I would agree with I would, yes. I would, <laughs> I would also agree with yes. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of actual physical strength, is Steve stronger? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. how does it work, the serum? Is it like because Peggy Carter was already already stronger than Steve, clearly? Does that mean she's stronger physically than Captain America? Or is there like a limit? On, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Does everyone just like super soldier strength? Yeah. Is it like you go from 20% to 100% and then if you were at 0%, you go to 80% or do you just, would they both go yeah. to 100%? Yeah. Who knows? Because Bucky gets it too. And so does Red Skull. And they all seem to be the same. Yeah. The strength that comes from Steve Rogers, Captain America is so much his spirit. Even when he's fighting Thanos, that's just sheer grit. I found it interesting though that it seems the goal of Red Skull was different. As far as I remember from the first Captain America movie, the goal was not to summon a champion. Like, where did he learn about this beast, whatever it is, this tentacled beast? 
Also, why is it so important? Because you also see it later on in the show. Mm-hmm. With Doctor Strange. Yeah. Perhaps we will learn in season two. Perhaps we will learn. In Doctor Strange. I'm, I'm oh, getting ahead of myself. That just, wow. I'm okay. getting ahead yeah, of myself yeah. here, but I don't know how much of what is happening in What If is going to affect the rest of the MCU, particularly the movies, because we haven't really seen how the Disney Plus series coincide with the movies and, and overlap. We haven't seen that yet. So it's really hard to determine. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I had not thought about that. I thought about that constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing, though. What if? Exactly. Does it even matter? All yeah. this stuff? That's what I love about the show. Yeah, I'm not sure if these are all just fun little side quests, the Disney Plus series, or if they actually yeah. are going to really matter to the movies. We will see. Time will tell. All right. Next episode. What if T'Challa became a Star-Lord? Whack the entire it, way It was so whack. I, ca- I liked it. And I didn't like it because hot take, I don't love Guardians of the Galaxy, but I do love Black Panther. So I, I loved that we got to see T'Challa in his own episode. We got to see a lot of his personality and his strengths, obviously different than than Peter Quill's. Yeah, it was strange to see the Ravagers as good guys. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> like that kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. They're like chaotic neutral. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a really interesting twist. Yeah, like I don't really have a whole lot to say about this episode. No, me either. It like was just it, cool. It as happened a... and it was cool, but I don't feel like it had, like it had some funny bits in it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with Thanos, yeah. the Mad Titan. I'm not angry, I'm mad. And Howard the Duck was in it. And the dog at the end. Oh yeah, the dog. Yeah, it was kind of more of a, a standalone episode. I don't know. I have to rewatch it to really grasp how much of an impact it had on uh, on the end of season one. Yeah, I don't think it really did have much of an impact. Other than other T'Challa than it, was Other than it introduced there. T'Challa. Yeah. yeah. Well, such is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's sort of like this adjacent to the main Avengers, you know? I guess it it was in the right place because it had to stay true to what Guardians of the Galaxy is. They had to have some comedic relief and some light episodes in between to create drama for the next episodes, which they obviously did because the next episode is what if the world lost its mightiest heroes in which all the Avengers die. Yeah, that was interesting. That was very interesting. Literally the antithesis of the MCU. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so much to do with Hope and the Van Dyne family in yeah, this series. there is. Which is weird, but also makes sense because the quantum realm is so important and will likely become important once more as the multiverse is introduced. Because it's like a multiverse within a multiverse. I could see it being very important to the next Doctor Strange movie. I don't know. There's also another Ant-Man and the Wasp movie coming out. That's true. And is Doctor Strange going to be in that as well? Because he's just trying to piece everything back together. Peter Parker is really going to mess things up for him. And Loki is messing things up. And the Loki, Scarlet Witch. Loki and Loki and <laughs> Scarlet Witch. And Scott Lang. The, like the whole thing with the quantum realm. How is that going to affect anything? Like what are they going to bring back? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seems like Doctor Strange just has to babysit everybody right now. And maybe that's the premise of his next movie. Speaking of which... What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? This is my favorite episode. This is also my favorite episode. It was the only one with a... Well, I shouldn't say that. I guess just personally, I felt it was the only one with a theme that was also immoral. It explores possibilities. He tries to keep going back and prevent the death of Christine and soon finds out that he can't. 
That's some heavy stuff. Just on a conceptual level, yeah. this episode was miles above the rest. Mm-hmm. Not only did it introduce the fact that with power, you can split one person into two. You can also have an absolute point in time that's unchangeable unless you literally destroy everything. But also, if you have enough power, you can not only sense, but in theory, communicate with the Watcher, which, of course, leads to bigger things yes, as we later, go on. later. <laughs> so just like all around, it was just this perfect middle of the series it introduces other dimensions as well and i also feel like this was the first episode where we began to realize like oh this is leading up to something more it's not just gonna be what if this what if that end of series yeah also the first time that the watcher comes into the universe Mm -hmm. and communicates with that person yeah rather than just being like this godly being in the sky i also love the way they revealed the watcher each episode you see more and more of him he's getting more invested and like he's watching closer like it's very like we are the watcher yeah like by far my favorite episode yes i agree i also liked this next episode just because it was pure fun and chaos what if zombies? So good. So good. <laughs> it was like the Avengers stepped into the world of The Walking Dead, which I also love. We've already talked about zombie apocalypses. So yeah. <laughs> we're huge zombie enthusiasts. Not that we want a zombie apocalypse to happen because that would be terrifying Maybe. and dangerous, but <laughs> it was very, very entertaining. Zombie Scarlet Witch. Was that a nod to Left 4 Dead? Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that they had Kurt. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not any other character from those know. movies? Just because. But. It fit. They really dug into the themes of zombie apocalypse movies and TV. Peter was struggling with, I've lost too many people. I can't have you die as well. Why are we splitting up? Yeah, why are we splitting up? (laughs) Peter was the smartest person in that whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Rare occurrence. I was very thrown off by, was it Bucky who went into that like dark room and he found T'Challa and then we saw the Scarlet Witch that was actually borderline scary yeah seeing the Scarlet Witch perhaps the most powerful character that we've seen in the MCU so far zombified and (laughs) wanting to destroy everything yes and then she sees Vision dead first of all the fact that she like recognized that does that mean that the zombies still are partly themselves and therefore have emotion or that she was resonating with the essence of the mind stone well that 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 is a question we have asked about wandavision so i don't know how to answer yeah, it really. exactly yeah <laughs> like what in the world but the fact that they perhaps have emotions they also have capable minds yeah they were straight up cooperating with each other uh, yeah the those were the kind scene, of zombies that you hate dude if if that ever happens <laughs> Game We're over. Dead. If the Avengers. Yeah, game over. If I had to pick a top three, it would probably be in third place. Agreed. Although it was kind of scary to think about, it was, I think, one of the lighter episodes. I did find it interesting, though, that like the closing monologue of The Watcher was like, no matter how bad things get, humans will always have that hope yeah. of saving the world, which I thought was cool because like even when he goes and rounds up a bunch of people from different worlds, they all still come together. Yeah. No matter what, even if it's not your world, you're going to try to save it. Mm -hmm. True, true. All right. What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? This is my second favorite. A hundred percent. Yes. I'm glad we're on the same page. Although Captain America is the first Avenger, this dealt with the first MCU movie ever. Iron Man 1 took us right back to the beginning. I was kind of disappointed that Back in Black wasn't playing in the 
in the truck. But I get it. I get it. The rights to the music. It's it's fine. Sony can have it. But yes, it was it was very cool to see that opening scene again, but completely different because yeah. Killmonger steps in, which when you think about it, kind of makes sense that he would have been there. Very like had different. his had his team been stationed yeah. closer, they would have been able to react. Exactly. And it was interesting that the first Marvel movie and Black Panther, which just came out recently, they drew them together. I like, too, the way it diverted. Right off the bat, Tony Stark is not Iron Man, which changes the course of everything. He just, like, skipped a decade worth of movies. I didn't even consider that. I thought it was just, like, moving in parallel with the sacred timeline, but you're right. It was totally not. Like, we have no idea. They don't actually give us a timeline, so we don't know how soon everything happened from the moment Killmonger showed up to save Tony to the point where he takes the Black Panther herb. Also, straight up, the Black Panther vibe is just better. (laughs) The music, the fighting style, like, it's all just better. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right. What if Thor were an only child? You can have this episode. You can take it from here because I did not like this episode at all. It was just, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't take it seriously. Thor, I would look at Thor. I would hear Thor, right? My brain would not compute it as Thor. My brain was like, that's Prince Charming from Shrek. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) That's all I could see (laughs) because he was just a party animal, pretty boy, spoiled brat. So my brain just could not process. That's funny. I'll be honest. It's not my favorite episode. (laughs) But, uh, like, you need that sort of breakup. It kind of translates as to what happened in the MCU. Thor Ragnarok, it was a lot funnier than the previous two. True. I didn't like Thor Ragnarok either that much. So, also a hot take. I'm so sorry. Isn't Thor Dark World your favorite Thor movie, too? No, the first one was good. The first one was good. I hate the first one. <laughs> the first one was fine. Thor Dark World had a lot of inconsistencies and weird things happening. Anyway, that we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other That's episode. a whole other episode, yeah. If Thor were only child, interesting concept. I just couldn't, I I didn't. I think it would change Loki more. Yes. Which it did. It was just the comedic break we needed before things got really serious into it. Because the next two episodes. Bananas. Banan. Okay, so what if Ultron won? Fully crazy. We're going all the way back to um, Age of Ultron. Why did I forget the name of it? Age of his character, yeah. Age of that guy. (laughs) It was so cool to see Ultron as Vision or Vision as Ultron, whichever the technical. Yeah. (laughs) And that suit of armor. Wicked. Dope. Yeah. (laughs) Is so dope. Yeah. With the way the the stones are are done, it looks terrifying. Like that is a warlord's suit of armor. I liked this episode because that's what I wanted from Ultron in Age of Ultron. Yes. Age of Ultron, I I didn't dislike it. But the moment they had Vision, it was like, oh, well, they don't have to worry about Ultron anymore. Exactly. Ultron didn't seem all that threatening, especially when you follow up with Thanos. Uh, Which, yeah. <laughs> who he's just sliced in half within literally one second. <laughs> without hesitation, just <laughs> zroom, done the icing on the cake. Now you've established the true threat. And the way, oh god, the way he like he destroys everything, mm-hmm. and then he's just like in peace in that mm-hmm. moment, and then he starts hearing the, the watcher. watcher. Oh snap! I like <laughs> that was the moment that I was waiting for from the episode with Doctor Strange. I was like, oh. This isn't a, a one-way mirror. And then finally we get that payoff. We finally, finally see someone that's power no- powerful enough to not only speak to and see the Watcher, but to dive through, through. <laughs> yeah. the dimension and go into the Watcher's realm. Super bananas. And I hope we see more stuff on that level. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm tired of these villains where it's like one movie and they're done. I want another Thanos, but better. Last point about what if Ultron won Black Widow with the shield. 
Tight. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> Probably my, my favorite action figure MCU character modification. Black Widow with that shield. I loved it. It was pretty tight. The women! <laughs> yeah. Okay. What if the Watcher broke his oath? Wild. The same as, as last episode. Yeah, yeah. Just nuts the entire way. Everything was so set up. Classic Marvel. God damn you, Kevin Feige. I know, Kevin You Feige. chess plan fool. Kevin Feige and his ability to just like map out everything a decade in advance is the same as Killmonger in that episode where he just like yeah. planned everything yep. from the get-go. <laughs> Like, everyone else is left in their own universe as it is. But Doctor Strange is in that little purple crystal thing. Yeah. And the Watcher, like, comes and, like, grabs it and is like, come on. Get in loose or Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just like, you have no choice. Come. Yeah. <laughs> You've been chosen. Come. Yep. It's in the script. Let's yep. go. <laughs> it was also interesting to see some of those universes that we hadn't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Multiverses? Universes? Multiverse-i? <sighs> Realities that we had not seen yet, such as the one with Gamora where she was with Tony Stark. What happened there? I was really interested in that. I want to see more Watchers. More Watchers. Kang the Conqueror? Yes. He's got to be a Watcher as well. I would think so. He even kind of looked similar. But he was like a human from a timeline. But who is to say Watchers weren't people from a specific timeline or universe or whatever you want to say? That just became Watchers? Because they all have to swear an oath. Exactly. Doctor Strange was just a normal guy until he became Sorcerer Supreme. And now look at him. He's Supreme Supreme. True. He supremed himself. Yeah. <laughs> I also like, I know I said that Black Widow with the shield was my favorite, but I also like Ultimate Doctor Strange, whatever you want to call him. Dark Strange? Yeah, Dark Strange. I love Dark Strange. It was, it was like uh, Super Smash Bros. It's like a different skin. <laughs> I hope we see a Dark Strange. In Multiverse of Madness or in season two? Either. Either. <laughs> I really want to see him in Multiverse of Madness. That would be sick. Oh, also interesting is when they were trying to destroy the stones, remove them and destroy them. And they very quickly learned that there are more than one set of stones. That is pretty terrifying. Like how many stones are we talking? Also, in the TVA, the stones are, just there. are mute. Like what? <laughs> so what the hell is the stone good for? I don't for? know. <laughs> I don't know. I love the introduction of timelines. Me we're going to get so much more content. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the series overall? It's pretty good. Like, it was very interesting, but how far can they go with that? That's what I was thinking. Even though the ending was worth it, I didn't feel like I got to the end and was like, why did I even bother watching no, this? No, the ending was fantastic. Yeah, like, I was satisfied, but I don't think in terms of the entire MCU audience, people are going to continue watching if it's more of the same. They got to do something else, something more. There's so many possibilities. They just have to choose the right the right one. If there is one sacred timeline... Mm-hmm. According to TVA. But there's multiple universes. Is each universe comprised of multiple timelines with one sacred one? Interesting question. That's a whole nother level. So how far can they go up that ladder? What are they going to do with the live action stuff? Making what if an animation was a good way around that. I love the animation style, first off. It's very comic booky, But I also think it was a good way to avoid backlash. For example, in... What if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? There was the entire scene where Steve went into the chamber thing. If they had one thing out of place and they did that live action, the fandom would explode. This is not accurate. What did you do? But because it was animated, no one no one could say anything. So I think this was a very concise, fun way to address what if. 
And with that, we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Philly. We release new episodes every Monday, so stay tuned for that. However, this season will wrap up December 13th. That will be our final episode of season one. And then we will be back for season two on January 10th. So don't be afraid if we don't have new episodes coming out all of a sudden. We won't be gone for very long. As always... The links to our socials are down in the description. If you would like to give us a follow and interact with us in any way you can, remember to rate us if you like this episode. And you can find the link to our Buy Me A Coffee if you would like to fund the chaos. Thank you once again. And what if you guys all had a great day? Never mind. I already know the answer to this question. I was going to say, which one of us is the dark strange? It's me.